and welcome to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I'm your host, Liv Harrison. Thank you for being here tonight. I need to talk about the fall a little bit. I know people get really into the whole pumpkin spice thing and they get really into like pumpkins and decorating. You might follow people if you've gone into a store. Fall started in May of this year. Like it always starts earlier and earlier. But here in the state of Texas, we have something um, that we invented, which that's not true, but we act like we did. And it's called college football. <laughs> and it only happens in our state. <laughs> um, we would have you believe that. I went to a school, and I know I've mentioned it a few times. I live in Houston. For those of you who are not from the state of Texas and who are watching the show on YouTube or on uh, Facebook or I don't know where people watch things, we're going to flash up a, a, a little, what is this, a map? We're going to flash up a map. Okay, everybody pretend. Bleep. Okay. <laughs> Sometime during editing, there's going to be a map of Texas. <laughs> and on there's going to be Houston. And that's in the south part by the Gulf of Mexico. That's why we always get hurricanes. But where I went to school is in the panhandle, the sticky uppy part, and um, which looks like a panhandle. And um, it's Lubbock, Texas. Okay, Buddy Holly and my school, Texas Tech. That's pretty much all is there. So those two places are eight and a half hours apart, West Texas and where I live. And there's still more of Texas in either direction. It's a huge state, okay? My dad used to tell me all the time, that when he lived in New Jersey, he goes, live, if I went eight hours, I was in Canada. <laughs> okay. So anyway, back to Texas. I went to school in West Texas in Lubbock, Texas. Now here's the thing. There's some other really tiny minuscule universities in the state of Texas. One is called the university of Texas <laughs> longhorns. <laughs> okay. The other one is very tiny, insignificant. No one's heard of it. It's like a peon. It's like, watch the movie Ant-Man. It's so little. It's called Texas A&M. And <laughs> They think they're a really big deal. We all know that Texas Tech University in Lubbock is the number one school in the state of Texas. That's not true. Not even for the joke. Okay, we're like the redheaded stepchild out of the three big major universities. There's a lot of universities in the state of Texas, but those three, UT Tech, AM, we have a rivalry, except no one cares about my school. <laughs> We just rival alone. Um, we are black and red and white. We are red Raiders. Okay. And um, it, it was a long haul to get to my university. Here's the thing. I'm going to have a guest on today and I don't usually bring on my guests like their name early on, but we're just going to go ahead and get it out of the way because it's just ridiculous because she invented the school that I'm going <laughs> to, that she went to. Her name is Catherine Whitaker. And if you followed her for three seconds, you know that this one went to Texas A&M University. <laughs> She's an Aggie. Okay. What is fascinating about this is that Catherine is actually from West Texas and came South to college station where A&M is. I'm from South Texas, you know, Houston and went to West Texas to Texas Tech. So I want to tell this story because listen, you're going to hear Catherine later on talk about a bunch of stuff that Aggies do. They have traditions. They, um, they whoop. They have yell, yell leaders. They do yells. They hump it. They, <laughs> they do all sorts of stuff. We have a studio audience today and they don't know what to do. They can laugh. You guys can laugh when you want to laugh. This is real. We want the people to know that you're here. And I'm going to bring JW on in just a sec. But Texas Tech has traditions, okay? This is what I'm using my my platform. <laughs> All three listeners 
and my mom watching on YouTube. I want to talk about the traditions of Texas Tech University. And here's, here's, here's the story. All right. Back in the day, tech, well, it's still on a plateau. Okay. It's on a plateau. And somebody from Texas A&M, again, such an in- small school, um, said that we were nothing but a tortilla factory making something on a hill. First of all, we don't make tortillas in Lubbock. Second of all, we're not on a hill. Third of all, that's such an aggy thing to say. So here's what happened. This is how pathetic we are, you guys. I'm making fun of us now. We started throwing tortillas onto the field at games. Did you guys know this, audience? (laughs) Catherine Whitaker's face. She has such a face of disgust right now. She is just disgusted by us throwing the tortillas tortillas onto the field. And this story gets better. So we actually used to really do this. I don't think we're allowed anymore, uh, you know. And then at, when I was going to school at the time, they would make us like donate our tortillas into a bucket that they were going to give to the homeless, which I thought there's nothing worse than college kids sweaty palms on tortillas and some homeless person is eating it. I'm like, yeah, JW. <laughs> I'm going to see if you, because y'all don't even have football at your school, right? Like where you went to school at Franciscan, did you no. guys have football? No, we had rugby. You had rugby. Okay, wait. Do you awesome. have a rugby story? Because I want to tell you this one. Make you tell up me one. Yours. You just you the people don't know JW. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but you're gonna enjoy this. He's gonna love this. So, at the time when I went to school, as if you know, in the 1800s, um, a long time ago, they would throw tortillas onto the field. Now, a group of I'm gonna say physics students. That could be the wrong type of science. We all know what I'm here for. It's just eye candy. Um, I don't know smart things, but one type of smart sciencey kind of kid knew to get the big burrito type of tortillas, like the huge ones, and bite out of the middle because then it would get more air velocity. That's fascinating. Does this make sense to you? You're a smart guy. It doesn't guy. make sense, but okay. it sounds cool. Okay, so that way from the top tier of the stadium, the tortilla would make it onto the ground, which was the point which everybody, like the Aggies are like, you Red Raiders are so dumb. Why are you littering your field tortillas? <laughs> I know that's what Catherine wants to say. <laughs> but she'll, she'll get her chance. She'll get her chance. So here's the story. Imagine live. I was 17 when I went to college, which that's hilarious, um, which is kind of similar to now. And so I was there and guess what I would do at the games? Just guess if I was paying attention or what do you think I was doing at the games? I'm I don't, talking. I don't know. Okay, great. <laughs> I was I was just talking, JW. I would talk the entire time. Did you like did you watch? No, of course. No, I didn't even talk. know what color we were. Like, <laughs> I, I was so confused by the middle of the game. And when people would cheer, I would cheer. I didn't know who we were cheering for. I would talk the whole time. And there's this cowboy behind me. And he starts telling me, ma'am, you better shut your mouth. Literally said this to me. I'm a freshman. I'm 17. And I'm like, whatever. I'm with my friends. I could do whatever I want. <laughs> and like, I go back to talking, right? Games going on, whole big thing. And he's like, tap, 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 and a big wad of chew. I mean, this was a West Texas boy, okay? And he's like, ma'am, I told you, you better shut your mouth. And I was like, oh my God, we're at a football game, okay? And like, I can totally talk about what to with my friends. Like, I was just so ridiculous 17, okay? That's perfect. That's actually how I am at a football game. <laughs> Is that how I, you talk to your That's how I respond to people, yeah. So I continue talking, right? And I am like, I am really close to the field because my dad bought me really good tickets and I only went to a few games. Okay. I was the worst kid ever. Anyway. So I'm really close to the field. We're close, whatever. And I I feel the tap again and I ignore him and I just keep talking. All of a sudden, was that nice for radio? 
was that good? Was that like, that was a boom, boom. And I am like blacked out, blacked out. And I legit thought the cowboy punched me in the face. I open my eyes and I start screaming, I can't see, I can't see. And I literally could not see, could not see. Now, one of my best girlfriends who actually went to high school with me, she was a soccer player for tech. She's going to die. Her name was Jennifer Wood. We called her Woody. And she hates me because I brought back her nickname. Right. She, that's another story for another time, JW. I, I know you want to hear it. Woody literally goes, live, calm down. And I'm just screaming. I can't see. I can't see. He hit me. He hit me. And she goes, live, calm down. And then all of a sudden I feel her pull on my face. Y'all, one of those tortillas had flown onto my face and whacked me. And where the hole was, my nose got stuck right in the middle of the tortilla. And legit, I was like this. I can't see. I can't see. True story. Literally happened to me. I was so famous for three days on that Texas Tech campus. Did they get you on on screen? Uh, No, it did not. It did not. But someone did get their seat up to me on the bus the next day. I'm not kidding. They were like, you were the chick with the tortilla stuck on her face. I was like, yeah, I was. I was so excited. But I did. I had a tortilla stuck to my face. So beat that Texas A&M. Hump it. Whoop it. Whatever. We'll get there when we get there. (laughs) What is your story? (laughs) I'm nothing like fun like that. I don't know. I just... (laughs) Like normal sports game things. And (laughs) did you paint your face? Did you paint your, did you like, tell me you were one of the guys that took off his shirt for rugby and like painted like a letter. Were you ever a letter? Liv, I have a serious question to ask you. Okay. Do, Do I, do I come across as the kind of person that either paints my face or takes my shirt off to paint letters on? No, but you could be the person that maybe part had partaken in some, um, libations before some spirits. Yeah, it was certainly one before of those. the game, and didn't know there was paint on your oh. chest. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't did do you anything. play? Did you play any like intramural or? Oh no, I uh, no. yeah, I played intramurals. Sure. What does that mean? That like, means soccer, nothing. football. Oh, what do they have um, in Franciscan? Yeah. There's, what do you pray for each other? What are the inter- <laughs> what are the intramurals? Is it scripture rap? Really intense. Um, <laughs> no, we we. They had flag football and volleyball and basketball and frisbee. Yo, you guys like ultimate frisbee a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because all you guys come back and you're all youth ministers and I mean, you make. Don't, don't, don't point at me like that. I mean, come on, my kids. Every youth minister my kid has had. I have like I act like I have twelve. I act like I'm Catherine Whitaker. I have forty five kids. I um I have two. <laughs> But every Franciscan comes back and man, they take, they take that, that Frisbee thing very seriously. That is legit. You don't seem as proud. It's cool. I'm, <laughs> I'm all about it. I, I don't think that I, I didn't uh, participate in, in that as much as like some of my other friends. It was kind of like a cool cultural thing that people did and yeah. spent a lot of time I wasn't doing, into but the sports. Yeah. I didn't go to the games and I had a card. I like, was athletic yeah. card. I, I went to some sports cause I had friends who played. Right. Yeah. But Franciscan is way too small of a school to ever have like a huge crowd. So it's, it's not like you get lost in like that madness very much, but, but I still sit out in the crowd because <laughs> yeah. I had a tortilla stuck to my you didn't. <laughs> and uh, come to I, find out, um, I actually knew like six of the cheerleaders, like on the cheer squad as I was in school, which I know a doesn't have cheerleaders. <laughs> That's 
a funny thing we'll talk about later, but, but, uh, UT does, but, um, and there's other schools in Texas, you guys, but, but yeah. And so that was fun. So I would go and watch my friends who would yeah. cheer, but I had no idea what was going on, who was like, and it really would confuse me when we would play like a team that had a similar color, like Arkansas has red and I'd be like, yay. And they're like, Liv, shut it. Like, that's not, that's the other team. I think we play Arkansas. I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it it makes sounds sense. right. I don't know. We're in the big 12 conference. Huh? Anyone impressed? That's all Great. I know. I don't know anything about uh, <laughs> any of the sports, but my friends hated me because I had a sports pass. It was okay. an amazing sports pass and I would never go. And let me tell you why it sounds hard. It sounds like a long day. It's in the heat. There's a lot of walking. You know what I mean? And then you stand and I just don't listen. And I was, I, you know, I'm a big girl. I don't want to sweat and yell at people like it just doesn't it sounds like a lot so I just never wanted to do that the walking really let's be honest that's really what it was I didn't want to walk it always the parking lot's always too far it's not like Disney where they pick you up with a tram you're a college kid there's no golf cart to come pick you up and take you to the game so I was like I don't get it I'm not into this at all but Franciscan yeah. Franciscan's a lot smaller, smaller than maybe that, I would have right? you know there's there's, there's no like huge huge things we had a blast we had an absolute blast and part of that is maybe because it was small because there weren't like a ton of people so i knew that if i go to see friends of mine playing soccer the other 10 people that are watching i know you like, would know i know like eight of them yeah well let's bring on Catherine whitaker if right. we can guys don't go anywhere you're going to love this conversation we're talking all things college with Catherine. we'll be right back you're listening to it's not that late with Liv harrison And welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I'm your host, Liv. And I am now on the couch with my guest. I usually go through a whole spiel about the person, all things I like about them, but let's just cut right to it. <laughs> I don't need to, you know, I don't need to hear how great I am. <laughs> Listen, these people have the internet. They can look you up. <laughs> Find Catherine Whitaker and you're good. Not Dr. Whitaker, just Catherine Whitaker. <laughs> Y'all, this is Catherine Whitaker, who I love and adore. If I've done anything in my life professionally, she's been a part of it. So at this point, if you don't know Catherine Whitaker, that means you don't follow me or her. And that's a problem. <laughs> so you should at this point know her. No, Catherine, for real, is an incredible speaker. She's a phenomenal writer. That's how she got this whole gig. She started with a blog and she has a book. And um, and now she, you know, comes on my things that I do. <laughs> I just invent up things. And Catherine's like, sure, I'll come and I'll be on it. And, and she does. <laughs> so, but today, today, Catherine Whitaker, we don't want to hear about you and your, you know, store. We got it. We, <laughs> we've read the book. We've it's read fun. the book. We can listen to you on audio <laughs> on audible, or I don't know what it's called. Audible. That's audible. it. But right now we're in the middle because we're taping this pre-recorded. It's going to come out in October. And October is probably your favorite month of the year. Did you see my face? I'm like thinking, is it going to come out before or after the Alabama game? <laughs> Sorry. Keep Do going. you know? Okay. So see, we're already there. You are a ridiculous. Actually, I texted you the other day or I DM'd you. And I said, I got to be real with you. I got to be honest because I live in Houston. I live in Houston. That means baby Jesus wanted me to just except the fact that I'm going to have Aggies in my life for the rest of my life because we're what an hour and 15 from college station. Yeah. About that. Yeah. So they all live here. Okay. So like everybody I know is an Aggie. Okay. Texas A&M is a huge university, way bigger than Texas Tech <laughs> than my university. 
So, um, I have, I do, I have lots of love and I do a lot of work. I've done a lot of work for St. Mary's, um, which is the Catholic center there at Texas A&M. You guys actually have more Catholics, uh, students at Texas A&M than any university, more than like a Catholic university. There's more Catholic students at A&M than any place else. Yeah. They say like roughly 25% of the student body is Catholic. They just came out with the numbers yesterday. 72,000 students are enrolled, undergraduate and graduate. That's adorable. At A&M. That's like. <laughs> that I know that. That's sad that I know that. How many are It's only because I have a kid that's also, there. Yeah. So yeah, about 25% are Catholic. That's incredible. But you guys, for everyone who isn't born and raised in Texas or have heard of our state, um, A&M. So like how Texas is to the U.S., very prideful, arrogant. You know, we act like we're the only state. New Yorkers are similar. So my New York audience is like, wait, are you talking about me? Like, yes, yes, we are. Um, we were all made on the same day. But that's what A&M is to the people of Texas. A&M acts like they're the only university. We are. <laughs> Let's go ahead and set that record straight now. But, but anybody that loves their university probably feels um, much the same. Do you I think? don't know about that. You guys are a little. Are less, we're extra. You're a little extra. I could have fit in there really well, but see, but I would have just blended. I would have hated it. I would, I would have been nothing. No one would have noticed me with a tortilla on my face or not because they've been like, yeah, we're just as loud. But football season is serious to you, Catherine Whitaker. And I want people to understand this isn't a joke. Like this is not a bit for her. Like you literally schedule your life around tech Aggie football. Is that Did, were you about statement? to say tech football? Because I don't schedule my life <laughs> around tech Texas football. Texas A&M football, but I just, I just yes, cut it to Aggie uh, football. Actually, we do. You one, really do. One, we, we always, so I should back up and say I married a guy who is even more of an Aggie than I am, if you can believe that. So A&M doesn't have cheerleaders. We have yell leaders. So, yeah, so there we go. Okay. So <laughs> well, that's men that stand up and So yell. we just have five but guys. married one. Yeah, so I, I married him. one. And I do love him. He's really I good at leading him. <laughs> Everyone loves him. Everybody loves him. It's true. Mr. Whitaker is like the greatest. He, everyone does love him. Yeah, he's the best. So we, I don't know. We just really love Texan. And we always say there's no way we could have been in a mixed marriage because we're both Aggies. (laughs) And, uh, and he was the Catholic one. I wasn't Catholic. So I became Catholic after I met him, but I don't know. It's just, it's a big deal for us. And we have a son who's there now. And so our life does right now revolve around game weekends and what happens, but it always has. Now it's just like in a hopper drive. But October, is that your, is that your happiest month? Well, October is when we really start primarily conference play. So we're in the Southeast like it, conference. Okay. It legit counts. Look at yeah, you. You're so like, right now, right now is like practice. Right now, everybody's trying you to find even- their feet, you know, like how are the passes <laughs> landing with the receivers is a little dossy first opening game. So everybody's trying to get settled. Like we say, like everybody's getting settled, but it get. It's big boy football in October. Okay. And, and tell me your conference again. <laughs> the SEC. Now, the, only, the only conference. The only conference. And, and what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get the Whitaker response. What's happened? Listen, there's a lot going on. There's a global pl- pandemic. We've got Afghanistan. We've got, um, I, why am I running out of things to say? <laughs> there's way more than that. There's, uh, yeah. I, okay. Many things. There's many, many things. things. But in the state of Texas, <laughs> something massive happened recently. I think you should present this news to the rest of the nation. This is family. This is, this is family. Well, it's not that late. It could be (laughs) not that late. It's tongue in cheek. You have a little flirtation room. What do you want to say, Catherine? So two universities that one in particular, who were like, I can't believe that A&M is leaving the Southwest conference or the big 12, the big 12. You were in the big 12 with us. We were first original Southwest conference. Then we all moved to the big 12, which was sort of a joke because then it was like the big 10 because some people left, (laughs) but 
So then they decided, so they, they gave us a lot of grief. Are we not going to say their name? Do we oh, not- I'll say them in a minute. <laughs> I want to be neutral. So they gave us so much guff for leaving. They really did though. Like 100%. They really like did. Op-eds in the Dallas Morning News. How could you betray the state? Yeah. And then oh, guess who comes trucking back? Yeah. Texas and Oklahoma are like, hey, can we join the SEC too? Uh-huh. And so now I'm, sounding, now I'm sounding better. <laughs> I'm not sounding very Christian here. So we're not talking Christianity. We're talking football. <laughs> and this is, this is right, why we go to confession on Sunday. In Texas, this is one of the, okay, little G. So <laughs> they are going to get something handed to them whenever oh, they. What did, oh, what are we saying? Was that, I'm, a, I'm, are we threatening I'm, the. No, no, I'm saying like the they'll, get, they'll get blank, their, their blank handed Arse? to them. Yes. Their donkey. <laughs> there we go. They're when, when they join the SEC, it's, I mean, it's serious football. It's like Smash you don't Mouth think football. You and, and Oklahoma can. Have you looked at their opponents okay, list? Okay, listen. Did Sorry. Everyone, y'all need to, everybody needs to stop listening on the radio, turn on the YouTube and look at that. <laughs> if we played. No, I want it. I want Sassy If we Catherine, played high here. school football, Come then we'd on. be good at it too. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, just, I said it. I went there. So I ha- we have great hopes for the yeah. season this year. We should. You're not a little bit excited about things. I want to oh, I'm 100 excited. Oh, just about because this. you want to trash, just because you just want to drag them through the mud. Like well, you're but, just going to annihilate. I think them. anyone that has a good rivalry in their state, of course, like Florida, Florida State. You know, there's a there's a bunch of really good rivalries. You can't like in good conscience like your rival. Okay, so but let me ask you this: back in the day, when 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 UT was in the Big Twelve, that was your biggest. That was your biggest like rival. We've always been rivals with them. I mean, that game, that AM Texas game went that for was more huge. than hundred years. That was over right. Thanksgiving weekend. That was the bonfire right. thing for me that doesn't know. You guys would build a bonfire and then we had a tragedy. Right. And but bonfire was, I mean, even anyone in the state of Texas. I mean, that that AM UT game for And it was always on Thanksgiving on Day. Thanksgiving Day. Always that evening. Big deal. Big deal. Right. So what's gonna happen? Because you guys have tried to make Alabama your rival, right? Yeah. Am I right? What who's your rival? No. Who's your, who's the rival right now? Well, it kind of started supplanted LSU because that's how we started playing Thanksgiving weekend. It's not on Thanksgiving day right now. Now it's on Friday after Thanksgiving. Um, I don't think that we really have, like, we certainly don't have a rival like what we do, like what we did with Texas. This is what I want to know. And I think we always, I think the game will come back. I'm not sure how I feel about that. It would have been nice to have played Texas when we had Johnny football. Now that would have been a lot of fun, but you still love Johnny football. I do. Because I believe everyone's redeemable. Okay. Oh, look and, and we have a sweet connection I, yeah. with our oldest and him whenever uh, he won the Hosman. But yeah, I mean, I think everybody, it, it's a reminder, at least to my kids, that sometimes good people make bad choices and there's consequences for that. But I don't think that he's unredeemable. But isn't that this whole thing with sports? Let's be honest. That it's like the comeback story. It, every, every game. It, it, exactly. Yeah. And not only that, but it, <clears throat> bring into like even a religious lens, right? How many times do we put people on a pedestal? Every day. Okay. Not just religious people, but we, with sports. I don't know if you guys know this. Okay. I'm really breaking <laughs> some high news here. <laughs> we worship athletes in this country and in this state. We worship them starting at the age of 10. Like you play football and that's what you do. And, yeah. and you can't be human at the same time. We don't allow it. Now, let's be honest. There have been some pretty massive mistakes made by some of these men. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, really tragic, yes. tragic things. Like that life we hear all altering. the time. Yeah. Life altering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I think is interesting is like putting these men who are athletes, and it's a job like anything else, right? 
why are they on a pedestal, you know, where the rest of us get to keep what we do or what we're doing, you know, so private, you know, in our lives. Right. So I think that is what's interesting about it. What I know you're going to want to talk about the spirit of Aggie Land and why it's such a big deal. And I want to let you because it really is something special. Texas A&M really does have a love for their university and they're very proud of it. And they have an alumni like no other. Like, you know, we're former students. I'm Liv. sorry. God bless. <laughs> but here's what, I, you know, I was actually thinking about this driving over today. Like some of the parallels, I think, why I was drawn to Catholicism because right. of my involvement as an Aggie. I mean, traditions are a big deal at our university. And I think most universities have some traditions. We tend to have just a few extra and they're really extra traditions. Your son involved food. They're all, they're all, no, they don't involve tortillas. But I think that there's a really beautiful parallel between doing something over and over again, that tradition, but also that unifying factor that we do all these things and we bring a very diverse, very different student body together. I think there's some real parallels. And I think in fact, many of the priests who have served at Texas A&M have gone on to be bishops or do wonderful yeah, things in have. the church. But they've often said this, that A&M lends itself well to Catholic culture because we mirror much of what we do as a church in our university. And so there's a really good, I think, symbiotic relationship between the two. And I think it's why I was really drawn to Catholicism as a student, because I like drank the A&M Kool-Aid. And then I met this really cute boy who <laughs> really loved A&M. But also as Catholic, and I was like, I think I can see myself in that place because I had already been indoctrinated, you know, to the to the faith of Texas A&M and then certainly being Catholic. I mean, it just seemed like a really easy, it was an easy and natural trans transition. And probably why so many Catholics are attracted, like students, to that university. I think so. Because it makes sense. So did you convert in college? So, or did it start there in your heart? Like, So I started going. So I was going to non-denominational Bible churches and Baptist churches in, high, in college. We grew up a bunch of different churches. But then when I met Scott, I started going occasionally to church, but I didn't officially join the Catholic church until an hour before my rehearsal dinner, before we got married. That's another story for another, another day. Another time. Another I'll, I'll time. come up with another thing that yeah. you can come in. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> so it was a really beautiful, it happened about six weeks after I graduated that I became Catholic. Okay. So how old were you when you got married? Oh, I was a baby. I was 22. Yeah, I was 22. Yeah. That's adorable. So, um... <laughs> The other thing, this is what I love about you, Catherine, and this is where you and I connect, which you would not think we have a lot in common because as humans, we're pretty different. Like we know our strengths, like our strength finder stuff is different. Like, um, like she's an adult and she's taught me how to fold clothes. Literally, yes. we yes. like literally I've gone to her house more than once and she's taught me how to do many lady things. Um, not that only women can fold clothes, but she's taught me you're very organized and you have a plan. This is probably freaking her out. Um, we're not similar in that way, but where we are similar is like when we do something, we don't half-ass. And we no, can say that. We're all in. We're yeah. all in. We are all in. And here's yeah. the other thing. You don't just love Texas A&M. When you love something, you love, you love lots of things and you share what those are. And I want to know your love for, di for Dr. Pepper. That is also, that's a Texas thing. It's a born Texas thing. You're a Texan. And it happens to be maroon. And I want to know, is that just, the reason? No. Do you know that I haven't told you the story? What? A, an actual doctor prescribed that I drink Dr. Pepper. That's not true. It's Catherine one. Whitaker. You can ask my mom. So when I was. Because you were from a West Texas town no. and he was a horse doctor. So when, <laughs> what are you saying? So when I was in high school, I went to the dermatologist because my, my face was breaking out and I was drinking. He said, what are you drinking? And I said, I'm drinking Coke. And he looked at me and he says, why don't you switch to Dr. Pepper? And I stopped drinking Coke. This is 
And I started. And so it's all his fault. Okay. Well, with that note, Jordan, who is the new production assistant for my show, she's lovely. She has set up a Dr. Pepper tasting for us. And here I thought you only like Dr. Pepper because it's maroon. <laughs> and that's <laughs> a big, that's a big selling point. It's maroon. I, he really told you to drink. Did One, it change your face? My face stopped breaking out. Stop it. And, and to Whitaker. this day when I drink a Coke, I can tell. And now she sells beauty counter. <laughs> <laughs> she has a special code, I mean, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. And you get 70%. I made that up. No one go <laughs> No one go to her. Page. Don't do that. That won't work. Won't work. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna have a tasting. I have no idea what what's in these glasses. Apparently, Dr. Pepper makes more than one product. Did you know that? Well, I I do, but I'm a purist. Like I really prefer. So you're gonna the, be able the to 23 know flavors. What, I should be able to smell it, but yeah. I. <laughs> okay, this is fascinating. Okay, we're gonna wheel this on. This is very high tech. This this show is is amazing no one can see or hear this happening those of you in radio land we don't even know but those of you watching thank you jordan isn't she beautiful everybody clap for jordan everyone studio audience yay they're so excited <laughs> i love we're going to have studio audience training okay so here we go <laughs> they just it's like they're not here <laughs> we've got a piece of paper this looks like this, you i was gonna say this is very official so this is Catherine Whitaker. You know why this is here? Because of Anna. This is why my my executive producer and my assistant, Anna, she's the Catherine Whitaker in my life. I love it. <laughs> she's only 25. Need to meet her. So we can even write down. So here are our things. They're, they're, they're labeled. Everybody, we're going to do a tasting. Now, remember, some people are just listening, Catherine. So we're going to both pick up number one. We're going to sniff it. This is like a real wine Oh, tasting. this smells like cherry. It does kind of smell like cherry. Our, ours are the this, same. This is like... The oh. sommelier, isn't that what, how you oh, say that? Oh, sure. Although, <laughs> if we had COVID, we would know. <laughs> that's not a funny joke. Well, that tastes awful. That's got to be diet. Oh, that's. I love that. That that's must be diet. <laughs> terrible. That's disgusting. Wait, are we supposed to share what we think? I can see oh, your paper, Catherine so- Whitaker. <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't have told you what to put. So, one doesn't count because I just told Liv no, what it was. No, you didn't. It does count. She's I'm a putting, free, she's a free thinker. She can put whatever she wants. I'm a three, three. Okay. Number it, two. You know, it's okay. We're smelling. It smells the same. It doesn't smell the same as number one. No, it doesn't. Yes. Oh, I know which one this one is. What? Oh my gosh. How could you not smell that? Such a flacker. Can you hear me sniff into the microphone? <laughs> not quite as intense as when you were tasting coffee, but. Oh my God. When that episode comes out, I did a cupping. Do you know, know when how- you do a tasting of coffee, it's called a cupping. I couldn't control myself. My 12-year-old boy came out. I was like, a cupping? <laughs> what are we calling this? It's a not, pepping? It's Is not a that, pepping? No, it's not that late. It's not, it's not that late. I can't, I, can't, I can't get canceled. I can't think of the... Um... My husband pays for the show. <laughs> oh. That was a pretty easy one, actually. So far, I've smelled them both. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. We need, what's, what's, your, what's your analysis so far? This is gross. So the first one tasted <laughs> disgusting, which means it's diet. The second one was extra sweet. There's six. Okay. I think that's normal Dr. Pepper, which is bleh. That's not normal Dr. Pepper. Oh, you know, you know what wine you don't have here because they don't make it anymore. Mm. Dublin. Double. I was going to say it. You didn't let me. I was sorry. Sorry. I ran, I ran. 
But we said at the same time, don't choke. I was swallowing. Because then I have to take over the show and that's not going to be good. Listen, you know how I know? I never even knew about Dublin Dr. Pepper, except Anna researched it. This is horrible. What is <laughs> Number three. Okay, well, so far oh, we've God. got only can two. Can we just write down the way? Can we just say yay or nay? How about that? Can we just put number three? Can we just make it horrible Dr. Pepper? <laughs> We're not going to get invited into Waco. Do we have choices? Joanna Gaines was going to. We're not supposed to know. Oh, oh God. That's bad aftertaste. That's oh. like that wine, that cheap, that cheap oh, wine that like you drink. You're like, like out of a box. Franzia. That's what that Are is. Are we in number four? Why <laughs> yeah. do I feel like I'm, I'm acting, I'm acting like, oh my God, what was number four? <laughs> it's Dr. Pepper. We should, we should have laced these with something. Number four. Okay. I have high this hopes for rum, this one. Uh, rum and doctor. No, we know. Cause I'm on Tylenol right now. What is this? That's what that tastes like. <laughs> it tastes like cough medicine. <laughs> that is horrible. Why do you like this? I, I don't like all of it. I told you earlier. Oh, I'm a you purist. Don't? No, I'm oh, a you purist. Did, that's what that meant. I'm a purist. I like the original 23 flavors. <laughs> the, do you like the Dublin one? Very much so. It's made with cane sugar, but. The cane sugar Dr. Pepper that they make now is not the same. I'm making up things. I don't even know if they have these products. Okay, I just had surgery. I can't use my arm. Did everyone watch Here, that? I'll, I'll this help is you my reach. first day back to, but can to you work. See, look, like you can so see. that looks like cherry, doesn't it? it looks I was going to say, you can look at the bottom. So that. these are in clear glasses for those people that are just That's listening. That's true. So we can see like the stem. That's that smells cherry. cherry-ish. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh my god! I was trying to. <laughs> uh, I can't watch this. Everyone okay, should watch off. Live. I look. My brother she called me T Rex when I was now. I don't know <laughs> when I was little. It still happens. I already have like the shortest arms ever, and 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 so like. But now that I had my arm surgery, I'm like. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Oh, I forgot to write down my fifth one. Uh, gross. Can I write that down? Can that be an answer? That's what I said. Number three is this yeah. horrible doctor. I don't know. I just. I don't think either of you have liked anything this is that you've crazy. so far at I all. I thought I loved Dr. Pepper. This one better be good. Catherine Whitaker. Now nobody's going to go to A&M or drink Dr. Oh, Pepper. That's okay. That's their version of trying mm. to emulate. Uh, I, I know. No. Nope. Uh, uh, mm. But it's uh, not. Mm. It's so much better when Sonic does mm. it. Mm. It's a, that's a Harry Potter one. That's a butterbeer. Yeah, it is. Cause you know what it is? That's okay. Here, here I'll, I'll do it. Oh my God. Oh. Don't do that. I got that. That might've been bad. Don't do that. Just leave him right there. I got that. Well guys, it was fun having a show for at least a month. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Whitaker put me under. All right. Were any of those real Dr. Peppers? I don't know, but we don't have a lot of time left. All right. I've got, I've got the You've list. You've got the answers. I've got the list for you. Oh my gosh. Okay, we're ready. What was number one? All right, number one is was was correctly named diet? as diet. Was, was it diet cherry? Nope. Just, it was just, just diet. normal just diet. diet? Dr. That was gross. Oh. Don't drink number I'll one. Scratch off the cherry part. Okay, go <laughs> ahead, JW. What's number two? Number two. Sugar. Uh Dr. Pepper made with sugar. Yep. Cane sugar. Dr. Pepper. You can smell it. Y'all. Okay. Catherine Whitaker, you're a beast. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> you're you're you a wizard, Harry. <laughs> you're Dumbledore. Some people have talents. Mine is sniffing Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and I live, you have none. Okay. All right, number three, Dr. B. Oh, that's oh, why it tasted terrible. That it wasn't even, it wasn't was even H-E-B. real. It was an imposter, that Dr. Was a Pepher. Fake Dr. Pepper by H-E-B. <laughs> oh, Dr. <that>. B. <laughs> Those of you in the state of Texas, we have a grocery store called H-E-B, and it is awesome. 
but apparently you should not buy their stuff. Which is why I called it horrible Dr. Pepper. That okay, what's, really what's number four? Okay, right. Number four, four Dr. Oh. Pepper. Plain? Plain. Normal? Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I put Dr. Pepper zero. I put chocolate Dr. Pepper, but only because we had chocolate. We Dr. needed a palate you know, maybe, cleanser maybe, after Dr. Yeah, B. Maybe your palate was a little was a after little Dr. Now it after, like Dr. After okay, Dr. B. It came gonna, right after Dr. We're gonna, B. We're yeah. Gonna, <laughs> gonna, there was a chocolate Dr. Pepper. I put, All right. Number five. Yeah. Okay. Dr. Pepper cherry. Yeah. I put cherry Dr. Dr. Yeah. Pepper. Who blew? Okay. Last one. All right. Last one. Number six. Dr. Pepper and cream soda. I put yeah. cream soda. That's why I said it was Harry Potter. Disgusting. It was, it's a butter beer. My kids tried to get me to drink that. They bought a whole case of it. I'm like, that's Friend, gross. put that in a blender with some ice cream. You're at Universal Studios. It's an abomination. Liv. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was super fun. It was. And you really do fun. know your Dr. Pepper. Thank you. We couldn't even trick you. Well, we kind of a little bit, but I love Because you gave me fake Dr. Pepper. Listen, it's okay that we can't be friends in the football. And I don't know what's going to happen to my sad team. We're the only ones left in the Big 12. There's no one for us to play. It's like the Big Six it's now. It's like the Big No One. <laughs> Although my other favorite team, we went to Iowa State. They're still there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Um, <laughs> Catherine, I love you to pieces. Everyone can find you, you where? Catherine Whitaker. Yeah, Catherine Whitaker. This will be shocking. Catherine Whitaker TX on social media as in Texas. And then CatherineWhitaker.net is my website. Okay, go find her. Go on trips with her. Read her. Listen to her. She'll talk to you. Whatever. Go to AM, huh? Drink Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. Sure. <laughs> We love you. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. So recently I drove my car and by my car, I mean my son's car to Pittsburgh. And I decided to make a little trip out of it, which obviously to me means Chicago, St. Louis. I'm not very good at geography if you've listened to the show at all. And I ended up in uh, Bowling Green, Ohio, which don't we all? So in Bowling Green is Awakened Catholic with my good friend, uh, Nick De La Torre and his beautiful wife, Alina. And they let me use their studio to film a show, which you will see Nick and I doing a show. But we did something really fun. And I want you to see this segment that Nick and I did. This is called what I like to call um, anybody on the planet who's seen a youth skit. Doesn't have to be just a church group youth skit, but this is free youth group skit with Liv and Nick. Hi, and welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I'm still stuck in Ohio. I mean, I'm in Ohio. Wow. <laughs> Wow, Liv. I mean, I'm just the worst. No. I'm still with Nick De La Torre. How was <laughs> that? that? Was, as far as like the Anglo wow. approach to that, that was really good. I kind of was, I made myself sweat just then. Oh, gosh. I'm just kidding. That's These are all jokes. Um, <laughs> it's not that late. <laughs> that is never going to get old. I know. They're it's, like, it's a if, good one. If you could rename your show, that'd be great because we're tired of the jokes. <laughs> um, we're here at in Nick's amazing studio, for those of you that are watching, if you're listening, just close your eyes. Um, <laughs> and always with a guest, I try to do something, you know, because we're a late night show. Yeah. Maybe you've heard or I've, watched a I've late night show. I've seen examples, yes. Exactly. And so um, I was super prepared for this. That means not at all. You see, this is what happens when I don't go anywhere with you. You were trusting the Holy Spirit. I like that. I... That's exactly what's happening today. Mm -hmm, and by mm -hmm. that, we mean JW lives in Texas and Anna isn't here. <laughs> so the Holy, the Holy Spirit, Spirit had to fill in. It's gonna, this is what's happening. So we're going to do something fun and fast because we talked a long time and we'll see how this all goes. Okay. Um, 
I don't know about you, but I grew up going to some pretty amazing Catholic youth events in my day. Retreats. I get the sense you're being a little sarcastic. <laughs> Is it coming on nice and thick? <laughs> Did you, were you in the youth group growing uh, up? No. In the Catholic youth group? No, Had but I was a youth minister. One? Okay, this is even better. So you're a youth minister, and <laughs> I, I was. was a youth kid, and yes. then I was a youth volunteer. Yeah. I was the person that you I think you were for. in my youth group. I'm, well, I, as a volunteer, as the old lady, no. what did I make the <laughs> casseroles? Thanks, Nick. Oh, my God. Um, but here's the thing. We always would do skits and stuff for retreats. Mm-hmm. You've been to a lot of youth things, and anybody who has a kid, you don't even have to be catholic for this to understand if you went to high school if you went to junior high if you were in elementary school we were always put in skits right they always made us do stuff and perform which i find fascinating Mm -hmm. and there's some really bad stuff out there everybody like really bad and this is my homage to radio theater (laughs) back in the day in the 30s and 40s before the television although maybe the television was around for 200 years by then i don't know things we already know this but people would listen. They'd gather on the fire and get their kids and be like, Little Orphan Annie was on the radio. That was actually you how- You still remember that? You're- <laughs> What am I, interviewing Taylor? Like, this is- <laughs> I love how all my friends are 48 years younger than me, and oh I'm only gosh. 43. Um, exactly. I remember back in the day when the radio was in black and white. That's a joke. Oh, my um, gosh. But they would- they would- <laughs> the radio was black and white. That's amazing. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if I'll give you credit. Or I not. probably you shouldn't. Um, <laughs> but they would do these things. They would do these plays, right? And they would have like a sound guy that would make the, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like open the door mm-hmm. and the clock, 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 like mm-hmm. walking in. So you and I are going to. I found a free script, <laughs> Christian. I don't know if it's Catholic. It's called Billy the Kid, and this was done at youth groups. And I hope someone out there actually had this at their youth group growing up. And we're going to act this out. Yes. Like they would if it was the 1930s and we're a radio show, okay? We're looking at our... I just ran into your mic. We're looking at our phones. We're going to read... We have the same script. I have not read through this. I haven't either. I just found it. And so there's a couple of characters. There's there's Billy, which I'm going to be Billy the entire time. Okay. You're going to be Fred, Dad, Mom, Kid One, and a pack of wild kids. Oh, my god. This is called Billy the Kid, and I'm going to give a little narration, and then we're going to start, everybody. Everybody, get... Get around the get around the radio, because you are tuning into radio theater youth ministry scripts that are awful. And you, I, <laughs> listen. If I got all of those characters and you're just doing Billy, I'm just Billy. You got to do some sound effects. All right, maybe where, where appropriate. We'll see what happens. Where with appropriate. This. The Holy Spirit is now the director. Okay, ready? Yes. When a kid starts to pray, God answers his prayers in unexpected and sometimes terrifying ways, teaching him that God hears his prayers and knows what is best for his life. <clears throat> hey, Billy. Hey, Fred. Hey, we've been learning a lot about prayer these past few days, haven't we? Yeah, a lot. I've been trying to figure out, or I've been trying to pray more every day. How about you? Um, not too much. Well, don't you have any prayer requests you'd like to ask God for? <laughs> this is the um, worst. I don't, I don't really know what to ask for. You can ask for anything. God just wants to hear from you and answer your prayers. Yeah, right. Maybe I'll think of some things and pray about them today. All right. See you later then. <laughs> yes. That was me exiting the door for you. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm Billy. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> we would have made it in the 30s. Okay. Oh, my okay, gosh. Okay. I'll try to say a prayer. Both hands in praise. Dear God... Could you please, please, please make me rich? God, 
give me a huge pile of money so I can buy a new bicycle and lots of other cool stuff that I want. Amen. Hi, Billy. Oh, I forgot to do the door. Creak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dad enters. <laughs> Hi, Billy. Hi, Dad. Hey, I want you to mow the lawn today. Right now. Oh, yes, right now. Oh, so, Dad, what's in it for me? Here, you can have this. <laughs> that was Dad handing Billy a bag of cash. Because <laughs> that's how it works. What kind of sound? <laughs> what Dad has a bag of cash? <laughs> Obviously, this is uh, a big... Iron Man's name. What's his real name? Tony oh, Tony Stark. Stark. <laughs> this is if your dad was Tony Stark. Okay, back to the radio show. Okay, hands on a bag of cash. Wow, how much? Now I forgot my voice. <laughs> wow, how much money is in there? Hmm, about ten bucks. What? Only ten? Yeah, it's all pennies. I'm getting rid of my coin collection from when I was a boy. Glumly? I don't even know how to look glumly. That's what the that's the direction on the paper. Okay. And it's all mine now. Great. Yeah, it's a pretty big pile of cash. Pretty impressive, eh? Yeah, pretty impressive, Dad. Really impressive. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this is horrible. Okay then. You get to mowing that lawn, all right? Sure, Dad. Okay, pause. If you're a kid at a youth group and they're actually acting this out, at what point do you say, so now I never want to believe in Jesus? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, like, this is terrible. Kids not ever want to go to church ever again. On okay. the off chance that the the writer of this is like listening or watching to this show, um, <laughs> thank you for your effort. <laughs> but this didn't save lives. No. So let's return, shall yes. we? Okay, your line. Uh, good boy. That's the door. Okay, see you later, Dad. Both hands and praise. Dear God, I have one more request. Could you please, please, please give me a girlfriend? Well, I might not have the right voice for it. You're killing it. You're killing it. This kid sounds seven or He might be. He might be. I really need a girlfriend. I can't stand being the only single seventh grader at school anymore. So it would have been good to read ahead. The seventh grade part. (laughs) His voice hasn't changed. No. This is is now a T.O.B. This is uh, his voice. I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Door. Mom enters. Hi, Billy. Hi, Mom. I can't do my voice. I lost it. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got it. it better. Okay, that was go it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, sweetie. I was thinking, why don't we spend some time together today? You mean just you and me, Mom? Yeah, let's do something together. Something fun. Like what? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. How about this? Let's go shopping. Shopping? For what? Oh, I don't know. We'll start... <laughs> <laughs> we'll start at the mall and then just follow the sales signs. It'll be fun. Okay, Mom, if you say so. Great. I'll be ready to go in about an hour. An hour? <laughs> what? what is your mom? She's going to get a sack of cash from the dad? I guess. What are we doing? Okay, uh, okay, that gives me just enough time to mow the lawn. Sounds good. I really lost my voice. See you <laughs> in a bit, sweetie. <laughs> That's the door. Oh, gosh. I got to do another kid. Okay. See you later, Mom. I don't even know what I'm doing at this point. Dear God, I have just one more request. Could you please, please, please make me more popular? No, not popular. Super popular. How about the most popular kid at school? Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Kid. Kid number one. This is you. Hi, Billy. There's Billy. Let's get him. Yeah. Kids run and try to climb on Billy. (laughs) Hey, kids, calm down. It's just me, Billy. Play with us, Billy. Please, 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 please play with us. Play what? I've got an idea. What? (laughs) It's so awful. 
let's play catch the belly. How did people do this? How did the 30s happen? Keep going. <laughs> yeah. TV. On your marks, get set, go. Yikes. Okay, it actually says yikes. It does. First of all, what seventh grader says yikes? And what is this, sh- like, Scooby-Doo? Like, is this Shaggy as a kid? Okay, go ahead. I started saying yikes after I watched The Office because of Jim. Oh, that's Anyways. Okay, <clears throat> Billy runs off stage. <laughs> Kids chase and cheer. <laughs> yeah! Billy, Billy comes back in. Dear God, I just have one more request, and this is totally my last request. Could you please, please, please not give me anything else? I know you love me, but this is getting ridiculous. You're killing me, God. Amen. (coughs) Hey, Billy. Hey, Fred. I heard you praying that prayer. What's that all about? Let me tell you, I did some serious praying today, but when I asked for stuff, I think God completely ignored my prayers and did the opposite just to torture me. How so? Well, first I asked God to give me some money, and then suddenly my dad comes and tells me to mow the lawn. And then I asked God for a girlfriend, and my mom suddenly shows up. Well, that took a weird (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I totally missed that when we were going through the script. I didn't either. I didn't a Freudian book? What is this? Oh my this? god. Oh my god, this is so funny. Okay. Uh, this has to be from like the Mormons or the Jehovah's Witnesses. I have Witnesses. no idea what's happening. Yeah. And then my mom shows up and decides to take me shopping with her. Then when I ask God to make me popular, guess what? A pack of wild kids suddenly saw me and chased me. Wow. That's really weird. Yeah, I know. God's not answering my prayers at all. I think God is just pulling jokes on me just for the fun of it. But it's not fun at all. It's driving me crazy. Billy, I don't think God is ignoring your prayers. You don't? No. God hears your prayers, all right? God is just giving <laughs> God is just giving you what's best for you, what you need right now, but not always exactly what you ask for. Really? Yeah, like when you asked for that money, but instead you got a job from your dad, so you could earn it and learn the value of hard work. Oh! And when you asked for a girlfriend, well, Billy, how old are you anyways? Eleven! Well, God knows you don't need a girlfriend right now, but you do need to spend quality time with your family, including your mom. Oh! Okay, I'm glad they cleared that up. Yeah. I was still confused till that moment, but still, I don't know, it's a stretch. And when God sent that pack of wild kids your way, I think God was telling you that you can be a good role model for them. So, Billy, keep on praying and let God answer your prayers as he sees fit. Okay. Well, I have to take off. See you later. (laughs) Yeah, see you later. Thanks, God, for answering my prayers. Please continue to give me what you know is best for me. But please, please, no more wild screaming kids. At least not for a few days. Amen. Oh, my God. Everybody, that is why your children came back from any summer camp, any retreat, that is why so many people left churches. It's so bad. It's so bad. But how many bad things? I would like to officially publicly apologize to every child that went on a retreat that I did bad. Um, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. And skits and Seriously. All sorts of youth ministry things back in the day. This is my homage of saying, I'm sorry. Mm, Live. <laughs> on behalf of everyone that's ever been ruined by this, uh, 
We forgive you. Thank you. This was a very healing, cathartic thing. <laughs> I love Ohio. So with that, could you please tell everybody, if they happen to be in Ohio, don't give them your address. That sounds weird. No. We're, we're, how can people find We're most Catholic? available digitally. We make ourselves <laughs> most available digitally. We do have a public P.O. box, but don't find us. Um, anyways, you can visit awakencatholic.org if you want to learn more about our organization or specifically my show, theawakencatholicshow.com. Or if you need anybody to do really bad yeah. youth ministry reading. Yes, we're really good at that. We're available. Yeah, yeah. We can read from our phones. Oh, and I should also mention uh, the music my wife and I make. Yeah. We're on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Nick and Alina. Um, you guys really thought on that name. Yeah, we put a lot into that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so it's Nick Ampersand Alina, if you're old enough to know what an ampersand is. Um, Some of us are. Or just more easily, all written out, nickandalina.com. Either way. They'll find you. Yeah. Nick, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for going through that. I feel like I need a, it's been an, my pleasure. an adult beverage after listening to that horrible <laughs> Same skit. Here. And I want to hug my children and tell them I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all going to be okay. <laughs> all right, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you for letting me use your studio next time in Ohio. My which pleasure. Will probably be next month. I'll see yeah. you then. <laughs> Sounds good, Liv. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you're on Veritas on 1350 AM or if you're on their app, or possibly you're listening on any podcast. Uh, well, I don't know. There's a thousand platforms at this point. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, thank you so much. Until next time, you guys, it's not that late with Liv Harrison. Bye, y'all. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I want to say thank you to Awaken Catholic, to Nick De La Torre. I want to say thank you to Jordan, the new production assistant. Hopefully she stays. <laughs> I want to say thank you to my live studio audience. Scream and cheer. Act like you're here. Oh my gosh, that sounds like 40 people. <laughs> thank you to JW. Thank you to Anna. Thank you to Bummer and Lazarus. Thank you to um, the wonderful Catherine Whitaker. You have to find her. Go to France with her. Listen to her. Do all the things. Catherine and I, we really bonded over a bottle of beer in Connecticut. <laughs> That is how our friendship really started. And uh, we were just telling the studio audience that story. We'll save, that, we'll save that story for the next time. We do enjoy to have spirits together once in a while. Today we have champagne. We're cheering to... I love that you have a tiny cup. <laughs> Everyone watching, if you're not, I have a big champagne glass. And what do you have? A um, tiny... A leftover Dr. Pepper. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're cheering to college football. May the best man win. <laughs> you have 12 of them. <laughs> Isn't that what the twelfth man means? Yes, on the yeah, the stand, the people in the stands are the twelfth man because there's eleven guys on the football field. That's cute. Aggies <laughs> can't do, <laughs> Aggies can't do math. Anyway, cheers to football, everyone. May all of your teams win. May you have a wonderful fall, Catherine. Thank you so much for being here. I love you, even though you're an Aggie, and even though you made me drink all that terrible Dr Pepper and HEB. We still love you. I can yes be your sponsor. Okay, so until next time, you guys. Thank you so much, Veritas. If you're listening on 1350 AM or on their app. Until next time, I love you. And don't forget to be extraordinary. Give yourselves permission. This is It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison.